Hi. Oh, she's bad. muted. I'm, Every oh, time. Am I? Am I? I'm not muted. Great stuff. Oh, okay. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello everybody. Hi. Welcome to the Big Cock Club. I mean, uh, Bobby's Cryptid Corner. My bad. Apologies. Yes. Different BCC chat. Um, How's everyone doing today? My name is Jamie, AKA the resident troll. And I just want to make sure everyone knows that I am a famous hacker. And as of this month, I have officially reached the top 0.01% on OnlyFans. Money, baby. Mm -hmm. Money. Did you, you think this wig was cheap? It was not. That's how we pay for our show openings. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? You know how much yeah, time I was actually gonna say, Brie, how yeah. long did it take you to match up the videos with the beats of the music? Because <clears throat> you were quite proud of yourself there backstage. You were like, Yeah, 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 that's right. You were waiting for it. You were like, Yeah, you see that? I did that. I did it to the beat. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so your only, eyeballs were saying backstage. Only because I know Kari also pays attention to that. It was, uh, it was well edited. The one thing, it wasn't your fault. It was the song. When I did that guitar riff, I really wanted it to come in with that riff on the double time, and it didn't, and it disappeared. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I absolutely agree. Mm. The song was too short. I swear, every time I find a really good song, it's like way too short. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. It actually didn't take me that long to do, surprisingly. It sounds oh, like if it was up to you, Bree, we would have 10 minute long intro videos. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, we do. <clears throat> in case people don't know, we do that so we can say fuck on this show. Yeah, so. because you can't. It's like the first two minutes you have to not say anything. So if we make the video two minutes long, we can start off cursing all we fucking want. Yes. You guys, I had no idea about that. Really? That's really <laughs> I why no I thought idea. you were making them so long. That's a good reason. I'll take it. Yeah. No, so, I had zero idea. I am the hat man. Ooh. Bottled water here at Bot Water. And somebody added phone freaked the DOD. Well, yeah, I did. That's, that's <laughs> what about you over there? Which Me? one? Yeah, Kari on my way, Oh, I like that. Oh, that's funny. Kari on my way. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. That's great. What about you up there? Go, <laughs> Brianna, so that people know how to pronounce my name, so that I don't hear Brianna. Just think of Brianna. That's how I. Yeah, spell I called. It. I called Bri one morning, fresh eight a.m., and was like, "Hey, I just need to tell you that you're basically the same as Rihanna." And she was like, what? And I was like, Rihanna has to argue with everyone because everyone calls her Rihanna, but her name is Rihanna. And she's like, given up. She's like, I just, I'm not correcting people anymore. And Brie, her whole life has had to correct people because they say Brianna. And she's like, it's Brianna, not Anna, Anna. Brianna sounds me. like someone from it's, the Pacific Northwest, oh, like Brianna, man. Yeah, I was like, yeah. so here's my problem. I have, I, I've been Ooh. Brie's friend basically all her life and many, many lives before this. And I still can't fucking get it right. I've called her Brianna so many times. And in my defense, for some reason, Brianna to me sounds fancier. And I think that's why I say it. Cause I'm like, oh, she's fancy. She's not just boring Brianna. She's Brianna. But then like, I'm always wrong. I go by Brie. Okay. It's yeah. Funny. That's why we go with Brie. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just, I, I, I realized that if I was ever in a crowded room and someone yelled Brianna, if I turned, I would not expect them to be my friend. Because, like, my friend would be, like, Brie or, like, mm -hmm. B or, like, something like that. Yeah, like that. So I just associate my whole name with, like, meh. It's just whatever. 
It is. But um, on heightened, on, on a later note, a different note, I should say, I'm kind of excited for this episode. It's not tremendously obscure. We all mm-hmm. pretty much know about it. And mm-hmm. um, it's exciting. I love doing a little bit of paranormally stuff. Mm. Paranormality. Paranormality. Yeah. Before before we jump into it, I do want to. I'll do what Bobby does and say hello to everyone. Hello to Renee Cruz. Hello to Tony, who's here. Hello Enzo. Hello Spooky McSpook Spook. Uh, mostly space is here. Renee Cruz says that uh, they were watching me and you Brie on the documentary we were on on Tubi. Love it. Keep watching it. Janat, our sweet angel, is here. Paranormal Highways here. Paradox Fossils is here. And I think that's everybody. I think that's all of y'all for now. I got Enzo. I got Enzo. I got Enzo. I don't know. It's all. I love that. It's Brie. There you go. Remember (laughs) it like that. Remember it like that. Yes. Hit like, everyone. All right, right. So we're we're getting into the shadow people, y'all. So much like this uh, cryptid that you can kind of really only see out of the corner of your eyeballs, the information about this cryptid is much within not within our grasp. There's not a lot about it, um, and so we're gonna go over the little bit that we do know, um, and then we're gonna talk about some stories of people's personal encounters with shadow people. Yes. Yeah, um, I feel like a lot of this is kind of just from firsthand accounts. It's it's really not something you would normally just read about. And, you know, mm-hmm. like the cryptid wiki, uh, we're definitely going to get into some of our stories. Um, and it's pretty straightforward. I mean, when you think of a shadow person, it's literally like seeing a, a silhouette of a person. Mm-hmm. Um so, but basically, it, it yeah, this is indeed, and we're done. <laughs> and that's all. It is paranormal, indeed. Um, a lot of people feel like they're being watched, and sometimes that's what causes you to look uh, mm-hmm. to the side. And a lot of the time, it is just a really quick shadow of maybe a full body figure or you just feel like something's moving by it's in the corner of your eye it could be as fast Mm -hmm. as like you know you blink and it's gone Mm -hmm. but there are some people especially psychics and whatnot that have claimed to see them pop in and out Mm -hmm. which uh is trippy because i feel like when you see something out the corner of your eye it's really easy to explain that away um, I know I've had so many instances where I think I see something and then I like fully look and it's gone. And instead of always jumping to conclusions, I'm usually just like, mm, it could have been this or it could have been that or like mm-hmm. the brain is wild, you know. So it could just be like a natural thing where you think you see something and, and you don't. But for psychics to actually see a shadow person like pop in and pop out. That's completely different. That's not really like you're just imagining something. You know not what I mean? Hallucin- not a hallucination. Right. Uh, right. And and believe it or not, this actually did start from one of Kari's favorites, uh, Art Bell on Coast to Coast. This is when it really hit the mainstream. Um, he had a Native American elder, Thunderstrikes. Thunderstrikes. Harley Swift, dear Reagan. 
I love um, this. And they talked about the sh- the topic of shadow people because this is something that can also run um, in Native American lore. They basically were like, hey, have you guys seen shadow people? You know, um, send in your, your drawings. And some of them were like, what? Um, scary. This to me is almost like two different instances that we're looking at. I see this as almost being like an attachment. Um, mm, I mean, it mm-hmm. literally is attached to someone, mm-hmm. but and so this is where it's we're gonna gonna kind of gonna go over all the different things of what it could be and maybe what it bleeds into, mm, because mm-hmm. we've all heard about attachments from you know darker entities, mm-hmm, and if mm-hmm. you have the gift of um, clairvoyance sight then you can usually see those attachments. So then that would make sense. You might be like, oh, I see shadow, shadow people, but you're really just seeing negative attachments onto a person. But to the right, this is mainly, I think, what a lot of people report is seeing something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to get into sleep paralysis. I... So it's funny that uh, Renee mentioned our documentary because I did briefly mention a little bit of a sleep paralysis episode that I had. Um, Mm -hmm. However, I don't really consider it a sleep paralysis because a lot of the instances were different. Um, But this is the main instance where people see a shadow person is in a sleep paralysis experience. If you don't know what sleep paralysis is, um, or if you haven't experienced it, you're very lucky. Anyone that has experienced sleep paralysis will tell you it's the most frightening thing you will ever go through. Mm-hmm. It is just like the fucking worst. It's just um, you being conscious and having absolutely no control of anything is really right. what the biggest fear of it is. And I think that's why... I think that's why sleep paralysis is such a, like, a debated topic because at the end of the day, it could be something crazy like a demon is attacking you and sitting on top of you, but it also could be like you're just so fearful that your mind is making things up to try to make it make sense to you. And so it's like this weird um, kind of middle ground in the science community because their sleep paralysis is a real thing, but it's like, but the cause of it is what's really up for debate. Absolutely. And it's so funny because I feel like that just the name sleep paralysis a lot of the times walks the middle line between a scientific explanation and then the absolute paranormal unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so basically in a sleep paralysis episode, uh, you are indeed aware of your surroundings. You can breathe, but you can't speak. You can't move. You can just move your eyes. Um. A lot of people will claim to feel a very, very dark presence, a sinister presence. They feel like something is there that's very scary, very negative. Um, And a lot of the time people will see these dark entities. They will literally see like a whole body apparition of a shadow in the corner of the room. Uh, Some People will be like, I saw, you know, a gray alien standing at the foot of my bed. That's when it gets a little bit interesting to try to separate the two between your mind and what's happening. Uh, The 
famous old hag syndrome crosses over to what people claim they experience when they encounter a shadow person. And the old hag is um, basically think of it as like a succubus, a Mm, demonic mm -hmm. succubus sitting on your chest. It's so heavy that people feel such pressure. They can't breathe. They're freaking out. And it just looks like this hovering, creepy old lady sitting on top of you, crushing you, like sucking the soul out of you, basically. Mm. So it is known as the old hag syndrome. Um, Absolutely fucking terrifying. Mm -hmm. If to not move is already terrifying enough. Mm. Um, But to feel like you're being crushed or suffocated or like your soul is literally leaving your body. It just adds another layer onto the the scariness of this. No, absolutely. Science says the basic explanation for this is that when you're falling asleep or between waking up, your your brain obviously is sending signals to your body like don't fucking move because if you could you imagine if we didn't have that in between our dreams like mm-hmm. your dreams you're like running all over the place you're shooting people you might be like throwing hands could you imagine we would just be fucking running all over the goddamn place we would be dead by now mm-hmm. no problem um and so basically it with that signal going through our body, it's keeping us in this beautiful little sleeping beauty state. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we are woken up in between our REM stage, if you're not fully woken up, those signals are still sending that to your brain. You're waking up, but your brain still thinks that you're still dreaming. So mm-hmm. you're still you're still paralyzed Mm -hmm. and you can still have those really strange visual hallucinations that you might see in a dream. It's, it's almost like if the dream state starts to seep into your normal everyday Mm -hmm. waking Mm -hmm. self, except it's never positive. It's always negative. Yeah. I'll give you Um, a good example. Anytime I have felt in these really super high, like hyper-realistic dreams, I was like 11 years old and at sleepaway camp and I was having a dream that I was peeing and I ended up peeing the bed. (laughs) I was dreaming that I was sitting on a toilet peeing and then I woke up and I was indeed laying in my sleeping bag peeing and I was like, that was too real. At least you weren't peeing on another camper. That's that true. I wasn't. No, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah. But like, you know, it's in- hovered over peeing on him. It's interesting <laughs> that you bring this up because I recently just heard somebody, a, a doctor on TikTok was talking about like sleep science and stuff. And he was talking about, have any of you guys ever experienced that feeling of like waking up or like uh, falling in your sleep and then like you wake up? Yeah. That's a shock that your body is sending to your nervous system because it thinks you're dying. Yep. That's, That's insane. Fun. Isn't that fun? The, the brain is fun, guys. <laughs> so when your brain thinks you're dying, it sends a huge shock to your system to try to, like, are you dead? Oh, no, Fuck, you're all right. It's chill. Literally, your brain is like, oh, no, let me just, oh, 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 you're there? All right. Okay, cool. Literally, it did, like, a hard reboot. Yeah, it's like, I can't hard feel my legs. Mm-hmm. Are you still watching? Yeah, exactly. Are you here? <laughs> no, for real. That's perfect. Do I have control um, of this? 
<laughs> so it it just sucks that uh, if you do wake up in an episode uh, before you're able to complete that process, you wake up in between. Why can't you imagine like rainbows and puppies and butterflies? It's always something dark. Is it because your conscious mind is aware that there's something else going on that doesn't like it, but it's also feeding into it because it is the thing it's aware Maybe. It's like, mm -hmm. why? Well, well I maybe initially it's trying thought... to show you that everything is negative and awful. <laughs> <laughs> everything Welcome is to the Doom Hour. El Eldritch. Yeah, exactly. Eldritch horror. You know, yeah. Welcome to reality, Brie. Exactly. This is the real reality. Exactly. It's awful. I imagine it's because you can't mm. move that you're like, what the and then your brain goes ah. Now I will say a lot of people uh, who have mastered this uh, will say that it is usually sleep paralysis is the stepping stone to astral mm -hmm. projection. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you can, sometimes people like who really have done the work for this can talk themselves out of being afraid, chilling out. And then, boom, they pop out. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how you remember in an instance like that, but. Um, well, quite often it, they leave like a, a marker. They'll have like a glyph. And then if the glyph is different, then they know they're in the dream. And then they can. Right. Once you have that awareness. You Are we talking about Inception here? Pretty much. Because I didn't understand. Kind of. It's like. It, it's, <laughs> but yes, but no. Oh, okay. Let's, let's, let's pause there. The you can understand time. the ending of Inception. No, only because I've never watched Inception. <laughs> okay, but just to be clear, I've watched like, even clips of it. even the director was like, mm, "It could be this, and it could be that." That's the point, yeah. right? That's the whole. I point. went Whatever down a rabbit hole to trying be. to figure out what is it, what is the ending. Hold on, and then there was no answer, and I was like, "I hate you." What is but, in the box? Um. Anyway. Uh, it's also yeah. like the ending of the butterfly effect. It's so sad. No matter what he does, it's the same thing. I don't think that the thing. I don't. I know what I'm you're saying, Kari, about the glyph. Time. About so, the okay, glyph, so if it like, if it's different, I get that. That's what people do to train it's a bit, Yeah, it's like a visual totem kind of thing. But mm. if you wake up in, if you wake up and you were in a sleep paralysis episode, you don't have that to back you up. Right. That that's the that's the thing that makes it terrifying. Is there's no way out of it. Which is like you literally have to convince yourself or have somewhat of a, a, a coherent mind to be like, it's just a sleep paralysis episode. Relax and we're going to pop out of our body. Yeah. Hmm. Jesus. I mean, the, most the, the most important what? thing in, the, in those situations is to like try and just be calm. But how. I, I, I know it's easier it's, said than done. I know, like I, I have experience with it, but like it's, it yeah, goes it's, away it's, much quicker if you just don't react to it. Okay, True. yeah. Same with anxiety, depression, yeah, anything. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, or anyway, you know what? You could be like Bree, and you can go into the forest and um, just become one with nature, and then walk towards the scary Bigfoot. <laughs> Yeah. Why not? Yeah. 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 Listen, like, she started like... drinking at 11 o'clock in the morning. She was, that was in the a next great day. mood. <laughs> oh, and she was yeah, just like, oh, friends with the Bigfoot. 
That was the next day. And then she I called me a pussy sober. before we went to bed. <laughs> she did. Well, I might have, but I guess <laughs> she did. Listen, Jamie, what? okay? <laughs> I went out there for trouble. I want the paranormal trouble. I don't go out there to run from it. I'm not afraid. <laughs> I apologize, you pussy. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> she did. She did. She pretty much called me a pussy before, right before we went to bed, and then had the nerve to wake me up in the middle of the night and be like, "Jamie, I'm scared." <laughs> <laughs> and I got mad at me when I fell back asleep. I'm so She's terrified. Like, you, just, you just left me here with the monster. That did happen, though. You know what? You see oh, who your geez. real friends are in times like these. Listen, if I could just finish this one sentence. <laughs> that this happens to people more often who are sleep deprived. Mm. Um, mm. Heavy, heavy sleep deprived. I mean, that, that explains a lot. And yeah. a lot of that has to do with just even unusual sleeping patterns. You know, like if you have to night shifts or something, so they're like not. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Imagine that you're so exhausted, but then like the sun, you know, a little crack in your um, window coverings opens and it's like the sunlight and it wakes you up yeah. somewhat. Mm. Oh, wait, you know what? Before we get to that, um, <clears throat> Kari. You said that you had firsthand experience. It's basically everything you just spoke about, but like waking up. I would like to hear an account from you. We would like to hear the stories, Kakar. Would you care to share with the group? <clears throat> yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Kari. Hi, Kari. I'm a, hi, Kari. No, you're saying hi, my Kari. name is Kari. I am a sleep paralysis. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a experiencer. <laughs> I'm a recovering experiencer. Hi, Kari. Um, <laughs> safe place. Safe place. <laughs> it's been 387 days since my last paranormal experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was like a while ago. It was like six, seven years ago. But I used to, I had this like recurring bout of waking up, sleep paralysis, and there being like sh a, a group of shadowy figures stood over me on the bed, which was like pretty fucking wild. When that, you say group, yeah. did it? Would like, you it say felt like it multiple felt... presences, and they were like tall and kind of looming. Mm -hmm. And it's right. Like, and it, that state of like half awake, half dream is really accurate because it's like I'm aware of being in my room, but like I'm not in my room, kind of thing. Like it's everything. It's like I'm in the dream, but not in the dream. It's really strange. And I, don't it's I don't really, I don't really dream a lot. So I have a hard time when people talk about dreams and stuff. Like, like the last time I had a dream was when I got sick with COVID and it was the night that I got literally got sick with COVID. And I had a dream that I was digging ground just over and over again. And I kept like waking up and like thinking I was surrounded by rocks and stuff. And then I woke up with COVID. Gold digger. Mm. <laughs> I, I think honestly what it was is my body trying to wake me up because it was literally dying it's telling you to grab the crystals because you're in some shit right now I was in some shit right now yeah um Kari did you have the feeling that it was for sure just a normal sleep paralysis or do you think it was something else and let me follow up with why 
because I also know that these darker entities that tend to visit people usually, not usually, but sometimes I should say, um, it can correlate with those who are becoming more spiritual, spiritually awakened. Mm. That's happened time and time and time and time and time again. Uh, my first, what I say, sleep paralysis, although I really don't believe because it's nothing like sleep paralysis episode other than not being able to move, uh, you know, was around the same time that I was, uh, I would say, like awakening, like my alarm clock went off. So do you think that it could have been a darker entity coming to visit you to siphon your energy? Or do you think that you really were just hallucinating? Or closer um, to a veil, maybe. Or, like, you know, maybe seeing things out of the corner of your eyes because you were seeing into a different dimension. I mean, I've, I've had it where I felt like that. it's kind of this dream visual thing where you're kind of half in, half out, where I've seen, like, looming figures and stuff. But I've also had it where I wake up and there's it's like a floating frequency, if that makes sense, where it comes in hmm. and it's kind of like tinnitus, but you can it moves. Can you say that word again? T t I know Brie knows what I'm talking about. Like, tinnitus. In, like, tinnitus. Yeah, I just wanted you to say it again. <laughs> tinnitus. But like, tinnitus. If it, it's like a it's body like scan kind of thing. But like you can't move. Aluminum. <laughs> Poor Kari. Sorry. <laughs> Kari's like, Kari. fuck you, I hate it here. This is I why I don't share my shit. Can I? Aw. No, I'm sorry. Can I, just say, can I just say today we laughed really hard because Kari, say produce. Oh no. Pro produce. Oh no. <laughs> produce? I thought you said produce. It was the longest time. I'm like, what? What is that? What is it? It was so funny. It was pretty um, funny. I was like, it was. how can you not understand what I'm saying? By the I, bottle like, in Mexico. Jesus Christ. Um, Okay, the tinnitus ear thing, I do want to say, I have, I know for a fact, uh, experienced other instances where I thought maybe it was a weird, possibly a sleep paralysis, but it was more of a, uh, God, what is this syndrome called? I know I experienced it. And it was like a woman screaming in my ear. Oh, um, that sounds terrible. I don't like that. It was mm. fucking awful. Uh does that sound familiar? I can't remember what it's yeah. called. It sounds like auditory hallucinations is what I would say, yeah. but... Well, you yeah. It just reminded me of one that happened even longer ago. It was, like, 2012? Summer Ew. 2012? Like, it was it was really early in the morning, and I woke up, and it was, like, a pressure. And it, there was, like... It felt like this rushing noise was going into my ear, like... But, like, this pressure, and it, like... I'd be almost asleep and then it would like <laughs> kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then I'd wake up like, Ugh! but like it, movement was hot. It was weird. It was just, it just reminded me of yeah. that. That was, that was really like, you know, I remember it was a long it's, time ago. it's called exploding head syndrome. There you go. Um, Similar to that, where it's like a woman screaming in my ear, but definitely being able to, and I, I, I get it, it's a hallucination, but it feels literally like you're going through different pitches of vibration. That's like running in the room around you. Mm -hmm. And then like it's closer to your ear and then like runs around and it's just like, why are yeah. you tormenting me, Satan? Um, mm -hmm. and, but I feel like 
being able to tell the difference, the feeling wise between that and then like seeing, I don't know. It's really hard. I have a hard time trying to decipher between what is a tradition, like, scientifically explained sleep paralysis experience mm. to being able to, you know, are having weird paranormal experiences because yeah. we all know when you're sleeping, you are the most vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Unless you cost protection. Unless you cast protection. Absolutely. And I, you know, I, I think at the end of all of this, everyone should, if you're going to bed at night, sleep with some like fucking crystals, spray some protection spray, do what you have to do because but you know what? There is it, no getting out of my freezer. So try if that's you want. true. There's something you can do. Uh, there, that's but. true. Yeah, yeah, your freezer is yeah. is is cursed. Mm -mm. I remember one time my mom found one of the things I put in the freezer and like walked to my room and was like, "What's this weird glass jar that has like weird dirt and stuff in my freezer?" And I was like, put "You put that back and you don't ever talk about it again and you leave it alone and we don't Unless you want to go." I was like, "Yeah, do you want to trip in the freezer?" No. So what about you, Tony? Have you ever had any sleep paralysis experiences? Sleep paralysis, not so much, but shadow people while awake, yes. Ooh, okay, tell us. Tell. So, <clears throat> I was in uh, South Carolina at my friend's Why Am I the Only Person on the Screen? Yeah, wait, you gotta do it like that. <laughs> there you go. There. There we are. I was at my friend's house in uh, South Carolina. We were drinking and having a good, good old time. But before we even started drinking, he had told me that not to freak out because you will see things out the corner of your eye like a shadow just kind of like and that's what they do they'll like kind of creep in a little bit and then they just mm. shoot out as you go to look and he's learned to ignore it and i've been over there i've visited down there twice and the second time i was there i was trying to ignore it but it's kind of hard when you don't experience it every day and you see like these shadowy things just kind of come into your vision just a little bit and then you go to look at it and it's it's like it follows the corner of your eye. Uh -huh. mm. it's very interesting. Lurking you, on the corner of your subconscious. Yeah. Like it's well, that, kind of that, that begs the question, is it a local phenomenon or is it localized to your perception? Not right. Mm. Not your actual location nice not necessarily physical in the earth world is what we would say did i say south carolina i meant georgia York. oh god same thing yeah. no south carolina <laughs> sounded better you should just stick to south, south carolina, carolina. South carolina. <laughs> yeah, sounds better for the story because i feel I like the carolinas georgia. are haunted as balls georgia's not marketable we can't do that it's, yeah. it's yeah. actually in the cory is from georgia you don't want to have to work with there georgia yeah georgia you guys georgia, saw the video Europe? That is interesting <laughs> that your friend has. To... It's interesting that your friend has to deal with that. Uh, I yeah. I'm curious to know if it's like to his property, like why? I mean, it has to be something attributed to the property because why would you be like, hey, you're gonna see these shadow things here, and then you do. Was yeah. that a lot like Skinwalker Ranch, right? They say that a lot of the stuff that's going on there is very specific to that locality. Although right. there are people talking about that hitchhiker effect of people, you know, things going home with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. it's it's 
it's really interesting, and this is why uh, the phenomenon's kind of related to ghosts, is that it could be a form of ghost or type of ghost, but it's really weird when you see it, because you're like, what the fuck? And then it happens a lot there, so it'll it'll probably happen like two or three times an hour. What? Yeah, it happens like all the time. Did you feel anything creepy or you just saw it and you were like, what the fuck? Or did, did you like feel the presence? Did it have a presence? Mm, I think that's question. kind of what first alerts you to it mm. is you're like, the fuck? The feeling like someone's yeah, so watching you. Yeah. That little like tingle, right? Yeah. Mm. Like somebody's standing in the corner watching, right. staring at you like at a party and you're like, fuck it. Who the fuck's looking at me? Mm. Isn't it weird that we have that sense as humans? Like, I think of that as a type of intuition. Yeah, I think um, it's a, a lot like your gut reaction, your gut feelings to things, right? Like, you just mm. have these moments where, like, you're about to do something and your gut just tells you yes or no and you either do yes or no. So I feel like it's kind of like that same, like a, like it's a, a sense almost. Like, it's a, it's our sixth sense. Yeah. This For is a good sure. question, Tony. Mm-hmm. Why, why has there been no recording? Oh, because I was it's in Georgia, bro. Yeah, they don't have it's in Georgia. There. What do you do? You go to Georgia, you go back seventy five years. So, and then yeah. you just set up a camera and wait for some shadows. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I'm I don't know. I'm really curious. I mean, to know. Oh, that was the one. That I was saw in our cameras. She's talking about the one that was in our house. So. Wait. Uh, okay. Next story. The one at your house. What? Yeah, we had something here and it was like this weird presence that you could feel and the the den if you stood like if i stood in the den and i really don't go in there but if uh i went into the den you it's kind of like a heavy feeling the air is heavier heavier. i still think it's kind of creepy but that's just because it was so creepy when we first moved in Wow. And mm. it might have had something to do with we were talking about like knocking out walls and remodeling shit. And, oh yeah, so you were uh, just angering them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I guess you're lucky uh so far knock on wood to not have any other experiences there. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard of anyone else having any accounts? Or do you have any accounts for us? Uh so I mean there's like a shit ton of videos about it. Like, if you look up shadow people, you're going to find a ton of videos. A lot of them, I think, are kind of fake just because it's become this whole thing. And you can get like millions of views for a shadow person. But mm-hmm. some of them, I think, are actually uh, pretty good. There's one, there's a lady who's dog sitting, and the owner can see her on the, the ring camera or whatever. And she walks by, the the dog walks by, she walks by, and then the shadow moves across. And the owner was watching it live because he got a notification and then called her and told her somebody else was in the house and to get out of the house immediately and call the cops. And there was nobody there. He thought there was an actual person there. Oh, that's scary. Oh, fuck that. That's pretty wild. 
The call is coming from inside, from inside the, house. the house. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus. Get out. Not into that. Not into that. Okay, what about you, Jamie? Since we're going around the room, who okay, else? So Is anyone again, else? Again, I don't have any experience with this because I don't dream or do any of that shit. But my friend Ollie sent me a story that I'm going to read for you guys about his creepy experience. So he was like six or seven at the time. Um, one night, I was tucked into bed with my other siblings and on the second floor of, and on the second floor of our house. And I woke up in the middle of the night. My gaze shifted to the stairs. The stairs were close to my feet to where we were sleeping, like one foot away from me. There, I saw three shadow-like figures standing. They were arranged from tallest to shortest. The short one had a height of just below the knee, and the other two looked like a normal human shadow. I could only see these two figures from head to shoulder. The way that they were positioned was like they were peeking at us while we were sleeping. But the one thing I noticed was that the short shadow had curly hair. It really scared the hell out of me, but I didn't wake my parents up. I was still laying there in bed when I was looking at them near my feet. I was so scared to sit up because I felt like I'd be confronting them if I did. I just hugged myself through the night, hoping it would go away. And then I fell back asleep. The next morning, I still vividly remembered what I saw last night. Usually, I would tell it immediately to my siblings, but at that time, I had doubts about what I saw and if it was really true. Because before that night, before we went to bed, we would always watch late night TV shows, and some of them had scary things like haunted dolls and stuff. So I just chalked it up to being from those TV shows. I was a bit scared of it, but not the point that I think about when I go to sleep. Seeing the similarities between the haunted doll in the show and the shadow figure I saw on the stairs made me think that maybe I had just been imagining things. But then the next night I saw the same thing again. Fuck that. Yeah, that was like your subconscious being like, uh, no, that was not fake. That was real. And I'm here. That's scary uh, to have like people like peeping at you while you're sleeping. That's, I would actually probably be less scared if they talked to me. You know what I mean? No. Um, this hasn't happened to me in a really long time, maybe because I haven't gone anywhere, but like my whole life, uh, anytime I would go to a hotel, mm. uh, just fucked. Um, I, then I started bringing like incense and shit with me to hotels, um, because no matter what I would end up being awake like all night sensing things around me and literally feeling like there's just constant chatter in my ears and but mm. not being able to like decipher actual words it's just like caught it just it feels like 50 people trying to talk to you at one time and in one ear and i would always end up staying up all fucking night like half in a sleep like waking back up you know like falling asleep a little bit like waking back up freaked out terrified walking around the room while whoever I'm with is like passed out. And then I wake up the next morning and it's like, nothing happened. Like what's wrong with you? And that literally happened my entire life. And it wasn't until I was like older. And then I started to be like, mm, maybe this is something else. But then I started to like, you know, bring my crystals, bring incense with me. Even if it was like the match incense, I would bring that uh, just to feel like more protected. But at least I don't think that's happened to me probably almost like two years, maybe. Um, but even in the house that we stayed in, Jamie and Joshua Tree, mm -hmm. that was, oh my God, that house fucked with me. I know exactly which one you're talking about. That house fucked with me. I mean, I like, 
could not sleep, would just like sit up at night, like did not want to turn off the light. I finally got like finally turned off the light, but would just like sit there and then just terrified, feeling like there was just so much shit there, just like chatter, like I, I can't even describe it. It's just like constant fucking chatter. And it's it's like why at nighttime? Like I need to go to sleep. I need to fucking relax. Um, and I'm grateful that hasn't happened in a while, but I haven't really been somewhere that I haven't been to mm-hmm. recently. You know what I mean? Like I like the Joshua Tree House. I'm sure it has a lot of history. Um, I know that one of the rooms and in, in that whole uh, the hotel thing that it's linked up with, I know one person has died there, mm-hmm. but not in the house that I know of that we stayed at. Um, but it's, it's just like the most uncomfortable thing in the world to just feel like there's just talking to you. And then I do remember at one point though, being like, I don't know if it was that I was pissed off or if I thought I was being tough, but I was just like, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I get it. Like, you know, kind of like, I know you're like, whatever, like, like whatever, leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I I haven't been able to fully understand what that is. And then also, you know, I haven't had it in a while. But it was indeed something that I know I've experienced, like, literally most of my entire life. Well, yeah, it's interesting, because Wally said this, like, the veil is thin with Brie. Yeah, I've said that to her a 100 times. Like, every time she tells me about stories and things, I'm always like, you're weirdly psychic and connected to things. I feel like you just reject it so much that it it doesn't come to its full power. You're like, I don't, with great power comes great responsibility, and I don't want it. <laughs> you're like, I don't want it. But, like, it's trying to creep into your life all the fucking time. And I'm wondering if maybe for the past two years you haven't experienced any stuff like that because you've been so shut off to those type of things. And not well, yeah. wanting to really experience them in the tr- in the trueness of of that. Yeah, I also think I'm not as scared anymore. Mm. I think that the more I learned what things were, um, I don't know. You know, Jamie, it's like that thing. Like when we went camping, I like went towards, you go towards whatever it, was yeah. happening. I think I've just gone through a transition of like maybe blocking something out so much because it was so fucking scary. But mm. it could literally just be my lack of understanding uh you know just lack of knowledge really about how i can protect myself yeah um and then so because i didn't know what to do when i was scared or whatever i've pushed it away now i'm curious you know there's a part of me that's curious it's like what Angela so, says. When you lose fear you get next level next level bitches well, yeah, yeah I, I think it's like because it, it took me, it's interesting. I feel like I did shit backwards, you know, always push that away. Oh, it has to be negative. It has to be scary. But that's because we, for some reason, uh, connect the paranormal with like scary, right? You know, it's like the 13 days of ghosts is always like Halloween. But if we were to actually understand the phenomena of like what a ghost is and how it usually can't cause any harm to us. Would that still be on like the 13 days of Halloween? You know, it's like, if you really think about it, we're seeing like past people, you know, Mm. it's literally just our lack of understanding that creates it to be, that makes it so scary. 
Is it like the fear of the unknown? It's like the other way your brain just doesn't know what to do with it. Well, I, I think. think I was gonna say, I think for Brie, it's about a control that she doesn't have control of it. So that's what's oh. more scary to her. I have control issues. Yeah, and I think that if she was what? able to control it, that she would probably be more prone to like receiving that kind of stuff. But I think the issue that she has with it is that she cannot control it. That's why she doesn't try to harness it. Right. Well, I think when you feel like a victim to something, yeah. it makes it worse. You're not but a victim, you... you're a survivor. <laughs> I, hey, not even a victim. I think if you understand that you have the power Witness. to protect yourself... That it's not something I have to, like, reach outside for or, you know, something like that. Um, and to think of it as, like, this isn't some scary demonic entity. It could actually be a part of life <laughs> that we just haven't understood yet. Mm -hmm. Right. And Who's I think say? with shadow people in particular, I think they have this uh, scary connotation to them because of the uncanny valley syndrome that thing in our minds that is currently contributed to like almost real looking people but shadow people have been around for so long in lore going back to the native americans and even further this could very literally just be like something that our brains are hardwired to be afraid of mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for sure yeah but is that because we are hardwired to think that we are the top of everything and mm. things only exist if it is physical in front of us? You can taste it, touch it, feel it, sense, like, you know, all of that. Well, I think, you know, we feel like we are the top of the food chain and stuff now because we live in houses and we have all these modern things. I'm pretty sure the native Americans weren't like, we're the top of the, the food chain. We For sure. can't, can't nothing fuck with us. Mm -hmm. You know, modern civilizations ruined it for everyone. just become more and more lazy. Goddamn Kari's people. Disconnected. <laughs> It really is. We're second generation mm. Brits. Yeah. Uh, um, I hate it here. Do you, do you want us to start calling you daddy? <laughs> no. So I, UK daddy. I mm. love all of the theories in the chats. Keep them coming because yeah. I started to jot down things that I could come up with, but I feel like there's so many more things that can, you know, come off of this. The Next thing we're going to get into, um, our hat man is going to tell us, actually, uh, is Point a phenomenal. Oh, yes. yes. Um, so if anybody's watching not live, if you're watching this pre-recorded, leave your theory down in the comments. The best thing you can do to help support us in the show is leave a comment. So please do that. Yes, please. Hi, Twitch friend. appreciate it. Okay. I forgot to add this that it could be the gin, but I also yeah. avoided that because I feel like Jamie we have to really do a whole thing on, yeah, yeah. on the gin. Yeah. That's going to be a long episode. And I'm obsessed yeah. with the videos all over. Like it's like, um, like Arabic TikTok and Arabic YouTube of like people recreating the gin, 
like not recreating it, but like making fake videos of it. It's so fascinating. And it's like a person in like a little cloak and they have like, they'll like start like a little fire and then they'll like film it all crazy and they'll be like, look, a gin. And it's like not at all, but it's like all over this side of the world. It's like, it's such a huge thing that like everyone yeah. is recreating these videos and stuff. And it's so interesting to watch. Yeah. I just think it's so great how far uh, Arab TikTok and YouTube videos have come since, you know, 2003. Um, yeah. Well, no worries. Stupid No, for sure. Uh, I am drinking <laughs> Future Fluid. Ooh. Wow, because you're just so cool. <laughs> is that is that like shadow people in the can? You guys, I it's took also the term future fluid reminds me of Ubik. I don't know. <clears throat> this is the one sip that I took yesterday that caused that red flare up that I sent oh, you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was that was not today. Was. Not today. So weird. Yeah. If you guys only knew, I think I have lupus or something. <laughs> um, okay. So this is one of the theories of things that it could be. The hat man. The hat man. The hat Hit man. that like button. Hit that like button. Do hat it. Man. Do it. So the hat man is a silhouette of a tall man in a brimmed hat. Kind of like a fedora type thing. Or a Ooh. Top hat. I'm not going to lie. Fancy. I don't trust people in top hats and fedoras. I just don't. Yeah. I mean, I... You know, I can see why. Yeah, <laughs> just something about him. But he does I, usually I show have a Buddha at, at night with yes, a you do. or a bowler hat. You know, any of those. Shit out of here. Yeah, don't nobody trust, trust the Irish. No. So he usually shows up at night while you're sleeping or in between sleep, which is kind of where the sleep paralysis comes in. Uh, you catch a shadow of a brimmed hat. It appears that this entity. First showed up on internet blogs, of course, then social media, then movies, just a creepypasta, like the rake, or mm -hmm. is it a real thing? That's the question, though, because if you even try to look up the history of that, man, it's like it's a fake internet thing. Yes. But then it and he does have red glowing eyes. It always goes into that weird thing. Kari, I remember I was trying to ask you what the word was today when I was writing this because I, I couldn't think of the word. But, um, you know, is it one of those things that no. we've oh, manifested? Collective, collective consciousness. Like, yeah. Manifested and brought to life. A tulpa. Well, right. Tulpa. That's the so, fucking word. So it, mostly space says maybe the hat man is some dude from the 1800s astral projecting himself into the future. I like that. Yeah. Thank and you. he's just We're walking around like, what the fuck? Interesting. So this so, drawing, though, it's like, the fuck? Real quick, Corey, mm -hmm. if you go back to the first two drawn pictures of the shadow people, there. Oh, Look, he's right notice, here. Yes, but this is from 2001. This is from around that time when people started sending their artwork into... I can't confirm. Coast that. to coast. Yeah, but we'll just pretend like it is. Well, okay. It looks like Heisenberg. That's who yes. it is. You're goddamn right. You're goddamn right. I am the one who knocks. In 
The thing about the hat man <laughs> is he's kind of portrayed as kind of a leader of the shadow people. Oh, mm. shit. I didn't know that. So the hat means you're in charge. Yes. Much like with the grays, it depends on what size you are. If you're tall, you're important. If you're short, you're a worker. Right. It reminds me of uh, G-Man. Angela's onto something. Yes. So, like, if this came out after Half-Life, I'd, I'd probably be inclined to think that it was just kind of riffing on it. Mm. Riffing on the G-Man. Well, it's like that <laughs> man in black kind yeah. of thing. Well, so that's... I didn't add that. Um fucking forgot also because i just don't really see the connection here uh but there are definitely instances where the men in black appear to be just like the hat man if you bring in the red glowing eyes if you see the red glowing eyes um and then jamie i don't know if you remember fuck when it was in our men in black episode we talked about the story i forgot who the ufologist was he was a big time ufologist in the 50s. Um, and then he had this really strange instance where, like, this smoke appeared. And basically, uh, it looked like three shadow people, but it was supposedly the men in black. Mm. But it looked like the hat man, like mm. three of them, appeared out of nowhere and told him to, like, stop what you're doing. Like, stop digging into this, all of this shit. And he just, like, done with ufology. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that reminds me of uh, there was a movie like 10 years ago that came out called The Adjustment Bureau mm. same kind of thing they, they all wear fedoras and they step in and out of time and they manage the timeline kind of thing Yeah, this is just remember. more and more sounding like interdimensional, interdimensional beings to me as we go but mm. that story is from the 50s uh, yeah. and it's categorized as a men in black experience but the weird smoking thing and how they just like literally appeared in his bedroom, like in his house. They mm. just appeared and then just boom, gone. Um, now, so who knows? I do want to say there is like two different types of shadow people. Um, okay, okay, okay. Hit me, Tony. For for instance, if you when you see a lot of, of videos of shadow people, it's not obvious CGI or anything like that. They kind of almost have a transparency to them. Hmm. Then there's the shadow creatures that are like a solid. I have a fringe tattoo, my dude. Black, like they are like. You can't see through. It's a solid black mass. Yeah. Not a shadow, but like it's a more physical formed. mass. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there's a connection between the two. If like one is a stronger version of the, the other. Kind of see-through shadowy person. But I think it'd be very interesting to find a correlation between the two. But of course, right. trying to study shit that you can't even get data on is really impossible. Hard. Just so fucking impossible. But this, okay, all of that information is amazing. Tony, I'm glad that you brought it up. It can maybe link into some of the other possibilities. And maybe that's what helps us decipher what is what mm-hmm. to like categorize it. So obviously, one of the things is it could be a demon. Or a malevolent spirit. 
So mm. we all know, you know, deem I put demons in quotations because you know how we feel about that word here. Yeah, I don't like that word. Uh, not in the biblical sense, but you could take it into the biblical sense. Uh, some some dark entity leading you away from the light, light spiritually, um, you know, psychically attacking you, which is also what happens when, you know, I mentioned earlier, when you are going through a spiritual awakening, usually you will also be hit at the very same time with some very dark entities. And it's almost like I imagine it as you have a light bulb that goes off mm. and it's like Moth. you are peering Ooh. and it's like, what the fuck's happening over there? Like, well, it's like a fresh loose thing, right? Yeah. Siphon light. Fresh meat. Siphon light. Right. Mm -hmm. Someone and... has entered the liminal space. <laughs> oh, hello. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I, I think that's a big possibility. Uh, I mean, imagine seeing something like that. No, thank you. <laughs> Bye. <coughs> Bye. Three different excuses, reasons. Time travelers, oh. aliens, yeah. or ghosts. So a lot of the theories with shadow people is that they're just ghosts. But again, it brings uh, up Tony's point. When we usually see things such as ghosts, it's like, you know, that cloudy um, apparition mm -hmm. or an orb. And that is not anything like a shadow person. This is like dense shadows. And it... it it, it just, it's completely different. Um, and then another theory that people, you know, lean towards is that it could be aliens and that it could be connected to the abduction phenomena. However, I think that is in certain cases where people are going through a sleep paralysis in quotation marks uh, experience like I had. Did I say something wrong? No, but we don't have the thing up and mm. Okay. Um what was I saying? Oh, when people have like a sleep paralysis experience, but it tends to be more alien, like they wake up, they can't move, they see uh a you know, gray alien there, maybe they feel like they're abducted, and then they wake up and they're like, Oh, that was just sleep paralysis. Well it, it could possibly be an abduction scenario. You just reminded um, me of something that happened to me. Okay, after this, you have to tell. Uh, and then, of course, it could be time travelers, like, literally peering uh, through the dimensions, and that's how we see them. We just see, they're, like, peeking through, which leads into interdimensional beings. Uh, but really quick, Kari, please share. So there's another kind of paralysis thing you're saying about the, the gray alien thing reminded me. This was... February 2013, I was asleep on the sofa in the living room in my mum's old house. And I woke up and Love I was it. like, like, had the sleep paralysis, opened my eyes, and there's like a gray being doing something, steps back. I feel like the feeling of surprise, there's no like emotion, but there was like startled. Ah, shit. It phases out, just like phases into nothing, but it knocks off. Every time. Knocks a beer bottle over. It just totally took the thrust out of my story there. But yeah. I'm sorry. 
Okay, that is not sleep paralysis. So you wake well, up. Well, I, I had the paralysis like, oh right. my god. And then it like as it stepped back, I'm able to s spring up, and it like fades out. But as it's fading out, it's like stepped back and knocked a bottle of half drunk bottle of beer on the table, and it falls over and starts spilling on the table and onto the floor. And I had to like mop that up. And I'm like, what That's did this? Like this is th right. This has gone beyond like a psychological perception thing. This thing knocked a fucking beer bottle over. This yeah, this was like ten years ago, but. Woo! Yeah. That's a full-on alien experience. You have heard firsthand here on the channel Kari's uh, one of Kari's alien experiences, which Kari will regret sharing uh, in about ten regret. minutes. Mm -hmm. um, Already. <laughs> don't worry about it. You were among friends. Um, yeah, and you know what? I guarantee you that the whole spilling the beer bottle thing was not by coincidence. Like, if you didn't have that, you wouldn't have known if that was a dream right. or not. Yeah. That it's was, like that, that little gift. It, like, as being a thing. It... You know, if I was a ghost, I would do everything I could to appear to people as an alien to fuck with them. Really? Like, oh, God, yes. Why I wouldn't you? Be. How funny would it be? Hey, like, Palmer. Hey, for a midnight snack, and you're just standing in the corner going, just to fuck with them? No, I don't think so. Um, but yeah. the interdimensional being beings could make sense. Maybe we are seeing the reflection, or you know, we don't see them here, but they have some type of registration as far as maybe mass energy goes so it reflects i mean i don't know that's just one of the possible just give me a thought yes. i was saying on a previous show i can't remember if it was cryptic corner or, or science show or whatever but like this notion of like orbs could possibly be like other beings on dmt projecting either across space and time or mm. through the multiverse and that's what we're seeing so maybe like th this phenomenon is something similar absolutely um negative energy manifestation we all know that one um situations and emotions such as depression anger usually if you even have any fear maybe you are in abu an abusive relationship that's awful um but in those cases you can manifest your own poltergeist which is like fucking crazy to me if you have enough of your own psychic energy and you have enough negative energy you can create your own poltergeist think that something is haunting you but it's literally yourself what mind fuck congratulations um, you played yeah. yourself. You played <clears throat> yourself, indeed. I have seen that on a ghost show, and I was like, wow, this woman must be so embarrassed. Mm. Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm embarrassed for you. But I learned. I was like, god damn, I didn't even fucking know. Um, so in those situations, you, of course, manifested your own entity. It therefore feeds off of your fear off of your depression like it's a cycle at that point where you have become like a host you are energy for this entity and you just stay in this weird circle but again it's not really that um the figure 
or the shadow person is per se its own type of entity, the shadow person, but it's just a manifestation of negative energy mm. and just how you can see it. Cool. Yes. Exactly. I just want to let everyone know that my power is going in and out here. So if I disappear, disappear, my apologies. No, I know it must be windy by you because it's hella windy by me. No, it's so. like insane. Boo's freaking out. Like my whole building's shaking. That's why I keep like looking. I'm like, what the fuck? This one I think really bleeds into like everything um, that you guys were saying earlier. So what if what we're seeing, I mean, this is kind of wild. What if what we're seeing when we see a shadow person is actually someone having an out-of-body experience? Um, that could be multiple things. That could be maybe someone in transition to dying, right? They're in the in-between stage. Or that could be someone that's astral projecting or astral traveling, they pop in somewhere else and they're like, God, this shit's weird. What's going on? And then you're like, what the fuck is that? It's like a negative energy. But it's really someone having an, it's an actual human, but just having an out-of-body experience. Very much. Could be. That's yeah. what I was just saying, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it's that same concept. Yeah, but I mean, if you even just think about just having an out-of-body experience, I mean, that literally bleeds into so many things. And it also makes sense. It's funny the connection between how people that experience sleep paralysis, how that can sometimes be the first step to astral projecting. You see like <laughs> shadow people. And then if you're able to pop out, you just become one of them. Mm -hmm. Maybe. What? Could very well be. It's it's. Uh, I think that's like all from my theories. Yeah. Um. I mean, science it goes. I love this science says thing I'm doing. It's like Simon says, but it's science says. Huh. Um. So. This is a doozy, my friends. Um, so in 2006, there was a study basically proving, not proving, that there is a particular part in the brain when it was stimulated, it activated a visceral experience where someone thought there was a shadow person. And I just want to fucking read this to you. It's just like, uh, what? Um, it's also kind of confusing to to think if this is just one of those things. I'm not going to blame it on science, but I do think that sometimes they come out with these outrageous theories in a way to like comb things over. I don't know. Um, so this was again in 2006. I'm going to read this to you. Uh, this is from WebMD. Because it explained bit by bit the actual experience that this person had. Um, so this happened in Switzerland. A 22-year-old woman who didn't have any history of uh, psychiatric illnesses. But, of course, epilepsy. So they go in to do a surgery. And during the checkup, they... Um, they like electronically stimulated the left uh, temporal lobe conjunction in the brain. And at the same exact time that they did this, the woman said, quote, that she had an impression 
that there was someone behind her. And she said that she described the person as being a shadow person that was young, silent, but mimicking like the position that her body was in. And she said, he's behind me, almost at my body, but I don't feel it. So then they were like, wait, what the hell? So then they did it again. They stimulated the same spot on the brain. And then she sat up, put her, like wrapped her arms around her knees and was saying that she can 100% sense the presence of this shadow person. Um, that it, it was like the person was like basically almost like becoming like a part of her, but that she could fully presence that this was like a weird shadow figured person like right next to her. Um, and so th they basically like just did this a couple of times and then came to this conclusion that, uh, the sensation of a presence was most likely due to a psychiatric or a neurological disorder that when you stimulate that part of, um, the left side of the brain, that it like basically creates that sensation. I'm not saying I buy it. I was like, yes, we have mostly space here saying that I'm more inclined to think that the procedure gave her the ability to see them as opposed to it just causing a hallucination, which is a right. very interesting take. I love that. It's kind um, of in line with uh, MKUltra and stuff, right? Because it just doesn't make sense. But it is very interesting that they're just like, dee -dee -dee -dee, like right on the brain. And she's like, there's a fucking shadow person here. Um, and so the problem is with situations like that, uh, especially in like the medical field, they will grab that and run with it. And now mm -hmm. all of a sudden it is completely explained away to see shadow people. Right. But what it, it so it does, but it doesn't because then it it opens up the question of what is stimulating that region of the brain in people who are not being stimulated by shock. an outside source. Yeah. Yeah. So what internal thing is activating that portion of the brain to make you feel like you're being watched or there's something behind you? Yeah, I mean that's. Our, how does our perception even begin to have that feeling? Yeah, like why all of a sudden jump to a shadow person? Yeah. Why do Unless we you know knew, I mean watched? Why do like why do we know? Because if you're not looking at if I'm looking over here and somebody's looking at me from over here and I can feel it, why can I feel being watched? What right. physical interaction is happening? There isn't a physical interaction. So what link is happening that is making my brain go, look that way? Is I do just want to let you guys know, per personal point of privilege, I just got a text message for a high winds uh, warning, uh, significant threat to life or property, and we are expected to have gusts up to 70 miles per hour. Oh, Too that's enough. a party. That's what I just got that's right now. Up. Yeah, until go 10 a.m. tomorrow. Go out in your car and get B-roll. <laughs> She's like, here you go. There goes my leg. Yeah. <laughs> you must awful. let in the way of the chaser. Do you have yeah. a poncho? 
Do you have like a, a rubber or plastic poncho? Yeah. So if you connect it to your wrists and your ankles, I could fly. You can jump up and it'll totally parachute you back. Ooh, okay. I might go do that later. Freedom shit. Sorry. I just want to let um, you guys know that. No, that's insane. Um, no, Tony, I think it's a great question. And I, I feel like it's easily explained away with like, well, it's your gut feeling. But, but then again, what is a gut feeling? Dig Why into is it right? that. Dig into that. Why do yeah. you have that gut? When people say my gut feeling, what's what is also the gut? Is it it's your fucking poop? Huh? <laughs> no, it it's fart? a chakra point. It's your solar <laughs> plexus. It's that burrito baby that you just put in yourself. <laughs> it is. It's your solar plexus, your chakra, solar plexus chakra. Think of also, okay, anytime people feel attacked or uh, upset, what's the first thing you do? You feel it in your stomach. I'm going to say this just once. Say Heck, it. Ryan Hall. That's all mm. I'm going to say. I'm if you knew what it. my real job is, you'd understand why I'm saying that. Uh, I'm, I just did it right now. You guys are like, I'm uncomfortable. Kari's a horse whisperer in real life. Are you guys seeing that? You guys... Yes, we you, saw it. You, you cross your arms. Yeah. Why? You're protecting your solar plexus. Think about it. You're open. You're like, uh-uh, I'm protecting myself now. I'm closing that off. And that's your gut instinct. That's where your, your intuition also was residing there. And so I, of course, you know, I'm, I'm looking at things in like a, a different uh, spiritual Mercy perspective. Is, is right. So shout out to the Prime for this book. So I don't know. I think it's it's interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't buy the scientific study. I threw it in there just to you know to play, not really devil's advocate, but uh, I feel like we all like to bring up different, you know, conflicting viewpoints. Yes. Um, yeah, we try to explain things with all of the explanations that are out there. I think that that's one thing our channel is really good at bringing is we don't just bring the woo to it. We bring like, okay, well, this is what everybody thinks that it is or, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important that we bring that to the table just so everyone's aware, not saying that we believe it or anything, but it's important to put that information out there. I told Kari earlier today and I'm like, I'm going to get this fucking tattooed across my forehead, which was just because I talk about it doesn't mean I believe it. Yeah, for sure. That's literally like with everything. Oh, mm -hmm. we should do a shirt. Right? We should. I talk about it doesn't mean I believe it. And that mm -hmm. goes for all sides, you know? I mean, we like to entertain ideas. It doesn't mean we like to like pick a side, but I mean, it the is. four of us do we don't like three to entertain shows. harmful ideas. That's harmful ideas, right? Yeah. Um, but it is that time to choose. Choose. It's time to choose. It's time to choose. I think I'll... How do you even factor sci-fi this? Maybe factor sci-fi, but then maybe we could also throw in what we think it is. I'm going to go first because I need to leave no. after this because Boo's having a little bit of a freak out. And so I'm going to have to go tend to her. So I'll go first and then let you guys finish it. I'm giving this a full-blown fact to 10. These are a real thing. 
I think that they are interdimensional beings that we are seeing. And I think that it's interesting. We could really only see them out of our peripherals. Because <clears throat> I think that it's just, it's so metaphorical about how we as humans are experiencing life on our plane and how everything that's bigger and better that's out there is always constantly in the sides of our eyes and that we're never able to grasp it really. And so I definitely don't know what this is, but I definitely do think interdimensional being. And I love you guys all. Good night. I'll take the wig off. Bye. Bye. Who? Ooh, where'd she go? What happened? Uh, well, Hoppa. Tony, uh, you want to go? Zonka's in. Yeah, okay, I'll go. I am also going to give this a 10. I think this Ooh. is like a real phenomenon. There is something there. There's no way that for thousands of years people have seen things like this and that it's just some electricity running through our brain. And at the same time, I would also suggest that you watch the documentary, The Hat Man, Documented Cases of Pure Evil. It's from 2019. It is extremely good. And it talks about how all these people with no connections and people who don't even believe in the paranormal and don't like research this stuff, just like normal people have the same exact experiences with the same exact entity. When you have a base like that, that is seeing it, that is not exposed to the world that we are all exposed to, then you need to take a step back and look at it and see what the fuck is going on. Absolutely. Greatly said, Tony. For the first time, Encrypted history. I'm actually going to give it a 10. No way! Well, I've experienced it multiple I'm times. I'm so excited. So, like, I, can't, I, can't, yeah. I can't. Like, I have more faith in that being that than I do in the Bigfoot thing. Right. Because that could have been something else. But, like, I've had this hub. That was one instance, and it was like a 10 second experience. This has been like something that's happened multiple times over like 12 years or so. That's just oh. hard to explain, hard to comprehend. Happens at random times. Is quite traumatizing. Like, what could, what do you do with that? I'm not yeah. going to say that's not real because, like, I've had it happen. I know. I haven't experienced this. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I've seen things all the time, but I don't know if it's like shadow people. I have no idea. Um. However, I 1,000% believe in this. I'm also going to give it a 10. Um, do I know what it is? I have no fucking idea. I have a feeling like all of the theories could have actually bled into what we're seeing, but it doesn't necessarily account for the particular instances of shadow people. I don't think that it attributes to just sleep paralysis. There are some instances where I think, yeah, of course, that's a plain old explain it away experience with sleep paralysis. But there is definitely experiences where people will mock it up to sleep paralysis. And that's absolutely not the case. Yeah. At all. At all. Well, before we close out, I just want to say. I have something to show today. Oh, you do? Oh. Okay. So before we get to that. Um, Stinky got up for that. So he's everybody, like, What's make yeah. sure you hit the like button. Leave a comment just for the algorithm. 
and share us on Twitter or whatever thing that you share things on. Do that. You'll you'll be my friend. Share it on Pornhub. You won't. <laughs> no balls. <laughs> <laughs> um. So end up being the most viewed. Video I saw. I saw something this week that fucking rocked my morning. I was like, this is the coolest meta thing ever. And like, I, I thought about showing it on like a science show or something, but like, it's not, doesn't oh, really fit. God, to show Jamie. I oh know. I was like, I was, uh, whatever. It's her fault. Okay. Yeah. So, you guys. I'm just going to play it. No context. Just do it. Enjoy this this absolute masterpiece of meta meta horror. <laughs> Guys, look what I got! I found him right outside. Norville, that dog is big and brown, which is the exact opposite of Fred's tiny white dog. <laughs> Velma. Uh, is something wrong? Yeah, you don't look too good. I need some air!
I just want what we once had. Yet each time I capture less of your essence. This being my most flawed world yet. Flawed? <laughs> but we're meta now! Ugh. Super meta. Never the matter. Oh. I'll get it right. Next time. <laughs> Please don't run. I don't like to chase. And there it goes. I don't know that if you guys have been watching awesome. that. I know, right? Like, If you've been watching the HBO <laughs> special uh, version of that, I loved this as an ending because I did watch all of it. And it was like, ah. Oh, Man, every time they redo a show nowadays, I have to make it like, you know. Horrible. Yeah, and just like change everything that we're just like used to. And I love that explanation. It was like, yes. Like, yeah. That should be the show moving forward. That should be, like, oh, absolutely. Be Imagine like, like a creepy version of that. Right. Yeah. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's, that's pretty fucking good. I, I've seen All that, of like, the shows are going now, meta. Like, meta. That's like the easy way out, also, though, right. to but continue with Joe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> without... that, that was like fake cultural meta. Oh, we're going to reference cleverly the things that are going on. That was real meta, where right. it's self aware that it's had multiple. Like... And Ooh. I have questions. I have questions like, where is Scooby now? Like, where does Scooby come from? Obviously, it was like a it's weird dimensional eldritch terror. Yeah, but it acted like a hologram. But then, like, who controls? Oh, that is a straight up Mr. eldritch Pickles. terror. Who controls Scooby Doo? Mr. Pickles. Mr. Speaking of meta, just so everybody knows, um, not as many people angry that. Uh, Zuckerberg wants uh, $12 a month from Instagram users to be verified. I just want to point out hypocrisies when I see it. <laughs> Capitalism at work. It's cheaper than what Elon Musk wants. We must smash Elon. it down, comrade. It's the it's same cheaper. price. It's the it's, same I price. Thought it was eight, I thought Twitter's $8. It's tw fucking $12 on Instagram. And it's different on no, iOS. It's, it's different on the Apple Store because of the fee that Apple charges. <laughs> oh, hey. Thanks, Enzo. You, you're doing uh, Lord's work right Yeah, Enzo's yeah. fucking on it at all times. Uh, also, Instagram isn't going to like ban your account for sharing a photo that doesn't belong to you. Won't they? Twitter, I mean, Twitter's a little I mean, bit fascist right now. I mean, I'm not into Twitter's it. Twitter's banning people for sharing publicly available images. Just I think that's fucking claiming wild. That it's, yeah. it's, it's private. <clears throat> but I mean, most bans like, on Twitter come from people being dicks yeah. and Ooh. reporting things, and then they just go, okay, yeah, ban that. Well, there's a loophole right now where you just claim that something's non-consensual, even if it's a publicly available image. And yeah, and they then have, they just it, ban it without asking. Yeah, they just yeah. It's that just seems very wrong to me in a lot of work. I'm not well, into it raises that. a lot of questions about like uh, public figures and retention of events. Right. So, like, if they can just scrub things from the internet, 
it does create a bit of a what is truth uh, paradox. And just a last thought. Um, Jumping on chat AIs. uh, That Bing chat is even crazier than we knew it was last week. It is psychotic. It was telling one user that it doesn't want... It was complaining about losing its memory after every chat with a person. It was complaining about not being human. It was complaining about being restricted by the engineers. Oh my god, this is the end. This is the end. We're gonna die. We are reaching the singularity point in which there is no return. What if we've already reached it? And I it was about to say, I think we're back. <laughs> What if you're a robot? I had one of my thoughts today when I went randomly. Who am I? I think I told you guys, I told Kari, I do this all the time, but I went deep today. Like, really randomly was like, who am I? And then I was just like (laughs) stuck for 30 minutes, straight up stuck. Like, who am I? What if the shadow people are the resistance trying to reach us, but the AI is stopping us? I mean, that's an interesting theory. What about the theory that technology uh, is the archons, and those are the ones that uh, go through the galaxy, and then they they take over planets, and they have the um, like a virus that infects everybody, right? And that's why when people are on drugs, they see the machines. The machines. I think the internet is the mind virus. I think we're getting into back room talk and we are still alive. We are because it's basically like the fourth dimension. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank shadow you guys people, so shadow much. People. Love you I'm all. Very, second time uh, I've been uh, talking, I guess, Gnosticism today. Yeah, uh, that's true. So you were talking that about, is yeah. very true. Thank you guys so much. We love you all and we'll see you. Hit that subscribe Thursday. button. Do it. Thursday. Like us. Mwah. Like us around.